Hello, hello, beautiful people. Scott Sports Network. My name is Scott. Welcome back to Scott's Scoop. We are on episode number 15. Big, 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 big episode today. Um, we've got our prediction Friday for the upcoming championship games in the NFL. I'm very, very excited because I think that these games are going to be very tight, very high scoring, and um, I'd be surprised if we didn't get a couple classics this weekend. Um, I do feel like we have to start this show on on a very somber note. Um, this morning, Hank Aaron passed, um, and it's 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 a tragedy. I mean, he's he was 86 years old. But he was a legend of the game, one of the greatest hitters of all time, arguably the greatest power hitter of all time, um, a, an extremely, extremely humble man, um, held the home run title for years and years and years, um, just one of the most gracious, generous, good people that is also an elite of the elite athlete um, within a sport, so... Um, rest in peace to him. Um, I give my best to his family and, uh, those who survived him. Um, but yeah, um, rest in peace to Hank Aaron. Um, the next thing I wanted to talk about was the Kevin Porter Jr. trade, um, from yesterday. So the Houston Rockets acquired Kevin Porter Jr., um, from the Cleveland Cavaliers for a second round pick. Um, and I really like this move because the rock, the Rockets have like a good stable culture and Kevin Porter Jr. has been through a lot of different stuff in his life. Um, he just has had a very difficult upbringing and he's had struggles, um, with basic like mental health and abuse and these, these kinds of things. Um, I mean, the Cleveland Cavaliers knew this coming into the draft. That's why he fell to the 30th pick. Um, and he's a super, super talented player, but I really like his fit within this Rockets organization. I like what they're doing. Um, and they hired or they have confidence in their assistant coach named John Lucas to kind of take him under his wing. Uh, apparently, this is something that he's done before with um, multiple NBA, NFL players in the past. So I like the fact that he's going to have a good bit of structure and solidity and this is obviously an organization that believes in him and I'm looking forward to seeing the best of his talents and the best of his abilities whenever his time comes because I think that he has plenty of talent and plenty of ability to be able to push through and become a good rotation piece in the league one day um I truly truly believe that uh, I wanted to wrap up the NBA slate before we get into our predictions. So the Knicks improved to eight and eight on the year uh, by defeating the Warriors one nineteen to one hundred four, dropping the Warriors to eight and seven. Um, the Knicks are on fire right now. They're a very fun team to watch, which is a weird thing to say. Um, they're led by Julius Randle, um, who had sixteen point uh, seventeen boards and nine assists. That nine assist number is a big, big thing. His playmaking has been incredible this year. Um, RJ Barrett had 28 points, five assists, a big game from him. That was a career high at 28 points. Uh, Mitchell Robinson had 18 points, eight boards, two blocks, holding down the paint. Um, it's interesting to see how many minutes Tibbs is playing his guys. He played Alfred Payton, RJ Barrett, 37 minutes. Uh, he played Julius Randle, 36 minutes. Um, these are young ish uh, in the case of, um, 
Peyton and Randall youngish players and a very young player in RJ. So I feel like they can handle it. And they're obviously elite of the elite athletes. Um, but it's going to be interesting to see if they can sustain this pace and the amount of um, minutes they're playing. Um, Steph had another 30 point game. So a good game from him, but not quite enough to get the victory. And there was an absolutely bogus ejection on Draymond Green. He picked up a second technical foul as he was um, coming back down the court. He was yelling at James Wiseman for missing a pass. Um, and the ref ejected him for it. <laughs> um, it was just, just bogus and not something that like should be like allowed or uh, not something that should happen. I think that should be a reviewable play as well. Um this should come as a surprise to no one, but the Los Angeles Lakers are a very good basketball team. Um, they improved to 12 and four last night by beating the uh, Bucks 113 to 106. The Bucks falling to nine and six. Um, this Bucks roster has a lot of holes, and this Lakers roster does not. Um, LeBron had a fantastic game. He had 34 points, six rebounds, eight assists, and uh, six of ten from three, um, including some big ones down the stretch. Anthony Davis held it down. I mean, they're the best defense in the league because of Anthony Davis. He had 18 points, uh, nine rebounds, six assists. Good to see that playmaking from him as well. Um, Kentavious Caldwell Pope is a very, very good basketball player. He had 23 points last night, made seven threes. I think he's probably their third best player, which is not something that should be understated considering they have guys like Marcus Saul and Montrezl Harrell and Dennis Schroeder. Um, uh, yeah, like he is a very good player and a very valuable player to their team and their team construct. Um, Giannis had 25 and 12, but he also had nine turnovers. Uh, Drew Holiday had 22, 5 and 7. Chris Middleton had 25 and 7. Um, this Bucks team is fine. They they just look a little bit lackluster, and they have a lot of pieces, and they're still trying to like put together and figure out all of their rotations and stuff. But I struggle to see them coming out of the East, although they, they could just considering the Nets defense and the Celtics just lack of depth and lack of general star play. And um, I think the Heat will be very up there and competitive, but they haven't been so far this year. They've been missing Jimmy Butler for a bunch of games. Um so it's going to be very interesting to see how the Eastern Conference shapes out. Um, and then the final game of the night was the Jazz beating the uh, Pelicans 129-118. to 118. The Jazz improving to 11-4 on the year, and the Pelicans dropping to 5-9. and nine. Uh, Donovan Mitchell was incredible this game. He had 36 points, 7 boards, 5 assists. Mike Conley had 20 points, 6 assists. Jordan Clarkson had 19 points off the bench. Um, really impressive showing by the Jazz, and I think they're a very complete team. Uh, Zion had 27 last night, and Brandon Ingram had 23 in the loss. Um, I think we can all agree that Shaquille O'Neal is a clown and should not be trusted or validated with any of his basketball takes. Um, the stunt he pulled on TNT last night to say that Don he didn't believe that Donovan Mitchell had uh, it in him to get to that next level. I don't know if that's tough love. I don't know if it's um, just trying to get the best out of him, trying to light a fire under him, but that's not how you should do it. And I really like Donovan Mitchell's response. He just said, all right. <laughs> All right, I I can respect that opinion, but I think you're wrong. And all that Donovan Mitchell has done since he got drafted is prove people wrong, and he's been incredible so far. 
in the league, and I can't wait to see where he goes because he is one of the rising premier stars in our league. I mean, he's been their primary ball handler, their primary offense um, since about 10 games in, uh, and, and 10 games into his rookie year, and um, just to see him carry the Jazz team after their loss of Gordon Hayward has been something else. Um with little to no help sometimes, but it's good to see them have a bit of a better team contract now. I like Conley, I like Clarkson um, to an extent. I like Bogdanovich also to an extent, and Ingles is a good player. I think they could use one or two more rotational players, um, but this Jazz team is going to be very competitive, and their 11-4 and record shows it. Um, we are getting a little bit long in the episode, but I still want to cover the predictions for this weekend and go in depth into those, so I apologize if I'm going a little long, but anyways, uh, the first game is Buccaneers versus the Packers, um, Vita Vea just got announced that he will be back, and Antonio Brown is out due to a knee injury, um, so that's the latest on those, if the Buccaneers end up winning this game, I don't think it'll be due to their offense, I think it'll be due to their defense, um, when they first met, uh, earlier on in the season, they held them to 10 points, um, but I think that these are two very different teams than when they first met. I think that Aaron Rodgers is playing at a blazing hot pace. Um, I think he's just going to be too much. I think that the Packers are the best team in the NFL right now. And the tandem of Aaron Rodgers and uh, Devontae Adams, their chemistry, their synergy is just unbelievable. Um, I don't think that they'll throw... Um, I don't think Rodgers will throw a pick six and another near pick six that got like... Um, tackled at the two-yard line as he did in their first meeting. Um, that was just just an anomaly, just a weird game. I don't think that that's going to happen again. Um, but yeah, I think the Packers are the best team in the NFL right now, and I'd take them. I'd take them minus three and a half points, which is a spread as well. Um, I don't expect them to run away with it because I still think that there's a lot of talent on that Buccaneers team, specifically on their defense. Um, but they're going to need to step, have... Uh, Chris Godwin step up, Mike Evans step up, I like Scotty Miller, I think he can step up, um, but I just think that Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback in the NFL right now, and that just matters. Um, the second game is Bills Chiefs, and this game is incredibly tight, in my opinion. Um, between the Bills having nothing to lose and the Chiefs looking a little bit lackluster, it's difficult to see um, kind of an unstoppable force meeting an immovable object. Um, the Bills have won eight straight, and the Chiefs have lost once six since um, early October. So it's going to be a very, very interesting matchup. I think it's going to come down to Mahomes' health. Um, he did practice um, this week, which is a good positive thing. I like that they're getting Clyde Edwards-Hilaire back um, in their first meeting back on October 19th. The Chiefs beat um, the Bills 26-17. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire had 26 carries for 161 yards, averaging 6.2 a carry, so they just pounded the ball down their throats. They ran it 46 times. I expect the Bills to be ready for that. I th think that they're, they could even be better coached than the Chiefs. I really, really like the Bills coaching staff, but it's just Mahomes. It's just Mahomes and Andy Reid and Kelsey and Hill and their plethora, plethora of weapons, and they have playmakers on the defensive side as well. 
I think it's going to be just a little bit too much for the Bills, who will fall just short, uh, having a great, great season, obviously, making it to the AFC Championship game. But I'm going to take the Chiefs, and I'm probably going to take them minus three points as well on the spread. With that being said, it's going to be an excellent, excellent weekend. I can't wait to watch all the football. Um, there's some very, very good basketball games on as well. Um, it's going to be very interesting. It's going to be very exciting. Uh, please rejoin me to recap it all next Monday. With that being said, as always, remember to hype up your friends. Tell your mom you love them. I love you, mom. And enjoy the day because it's going to be a great one. Peace. Peace.